This next segment, Eric, we've missed a lot. Now, uh, I did not play D&D during our hiatus. You were dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, we could t- say where my character was. But you guys did continue on, for the most part. We did, con- we did continue on. Um, at a slower pace, we would say. But you guys still managed the campaign. And I've been back now for, well, we've played at least a week. two or three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've even added in another new campaign so that you could have a little bit of a break. Yes. Yes. I was, I, so I, I think I've mentioned this before because we, I've been running this other campaign for a while, but I started running a second campaign. So there are some times where I'm like planning two sessions a week and and obviously based on one session a week. So I was like, okay, six sessions a month, a little too much for me. (laughs) <laughs> well, because everything's fully homebrew. Let's get it down to five. <laughs> Let's get it down to five. A solid five sessions a week. That's the sweet spot. And I was just like, I kind of just want to play again. So I, I like, yeah, forced that's another fair part. Right? It's like so much D and D. You can't like be DM every time. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, I, I'd, I'd much rather DM than play. But I'd also rather DM than play. <laughs> you know, like I also kind of want to play. So. Uh, I I guilted slash forced one of our friends, Miles, if you're listening, hello, <laughs> um, into uh, DMing a, like a once a month campaign, which is pretty fun. I'm playing a chronology wizard, so not optimized. Not a bad place for him to uh, be in, too. Like being a D- DM that only has to handle it once a month is usually not too yeah, bad. Yeah, d- jumping right in once a week was a lot. For right. Me. Like just, right. especially because I hadn't played in a while, whatever. But um, yeah, it was, so like Brett had to do grad school stuff. So he was, he was gone for a while. Um, and it was at a point where we like just finished a fight and uh, everything was going fine. But fortunately, Brett's was playing a cleric of Shugorath. <laughs> From the Skyrim universe, which is basically just like a mad god. A mad god. I was like, okay, he is like one of the gods of limbo, pure chaos. So I could, I just do whatever I want. So, <laughs> so basically, I had Shiogorev show up and uh, said, hey, we need partners in a interplanar Baccarat tournament. Plane shift the tiefling out of there. And I was like, Good. Okay. Don't have to worry. Yeah, he's out. He's, he's good. out. <laughs> because, because honestly, playing a cleric as a DMPC is not very fun for me personally. Because <laughs> it's like, especially because you're a trickster cleric. Trickster clerics have a lot of really, really cool spells that they can use in every situation. Right. But you're also a cleric. And I'm like, I you guys are level like. 12, 13 at this yeah, point. Yeah, I, I have a billion spells at this you point. A, a literal, exactly. like, uh, just a nonsense amount. Exactly. And, like, the monsters are really complicated, or there's a <laughs> bunch of them. I'm just like, I don't want to deal with this. And honestly, it's more fun because, like, it's more fun to play high-level D&D when they're, for DM, or a high-level D&D campaign when there isn't a cleric, because, like, everything was more lethal. 
<laughs> because, like, man, if the Paladin goes down, oh. or if he used his last third level spell slot on the Smite, okay, if you guys die, that's it. You're, you're rolling. It's your roll. There's a now. bit of a safety cushion when my character's around. Everyone's exactly. like, ah. <laughs> we'll like, get, we'll get basically, like, as long as Jack is alive, we're good. Um, but the, you were only gone for, like, one story, story arc. One mini story arc, yeah. Yeah, so it actually kind of worked out pretty well. And also, this was kind of during holiday season, so we'd skipped a bunch of sessions. But, um, yeah, uh, so one of our characters um, was, or one of our characters has a brother who is in the military, and he was like, okay, because I really cracked down on the drug trade going uh, like between these two countries. And this is our Dragonborn Barbarian, who has a no. million brothers and sisters, which we always joke to him about because <laughs> he died in our last campaign and just moved on to one of the brothers. And we were like, oh, he's going to need a few more family members. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> It was great because that is like a trope. Just be like, I have his brother willing to revenge him. That like <laughs> yeah. was the character he was playing. And I'm just like, at the end of close to the end of campaign one, I was like, hey, we're gonna go back to the real world. I need to fill out the backstories of all of these characters. So now they're mine. They're they're not people you can portray anymore. Uh, are you okay with that? And he's like, yes, I get that. Um, Long-time listeners will know this is Pat. Uh, <laughs> so his brother was like, I'm being assassinated because I'm too good at my job at restricting <laughs> the, uh, the spice trade between countries. And they sent this assassin who specializes at like permit killing people because, you know, he comes from a rich family. And if all that requires to uh, resurrect people is like a 500 to 300 gold piece gem, that's not really that pressing for somebody who has like, you know, half a million to a million gold with their family right. treasury. So this was bad. So they had to go to this other country, um, get in with a crime family, do a job for them to gain their trust, got on the team for, as like, you know, the sport team for the assassin because the assassins like don't do everything themselves. Which notably we own a boat now. You own a boat now. So you got a boat. The <laughs> That's how we got to said town. We own a yep, boat. Had, they had, to, they had to sail there. So I had to uh, uh, learn a whole bunch of boat mechanics. Um, <laughs> yeah, they were like oddly complicated. And that was like the session I left is like we kind of like figured out the figured, boat thing. Out. Yeah, because I, I, gave, I gave everybody the option. I was like, do you want a slow, strong boat? Like a stealth, yeah, like yeah. a smuggling boat that's weak, but whatever. So... Um, so did all that. They, uh, got a bunch of orphans killed. Just a whole, <laughs> a whole lot. Is that what ended up happening? I know we like, they were, we recruited or not we, because I was not there during the time, but the party recruited the orphans to like spy on this person. Yeah, spy. That was their fate, though. They like all got slaughtered. Yeah, they all got killed. Yeah, they're they're orphans and they're following like an internationally <laughs> revered criminal assassin. Yeah. Well, yeah, we paid them to. Yeah, you paid them. You paid them like five gold. Be like, follow this <laughs> lizard folk, and turns out <laughs> the evil lizard folk who like specialize in killing high level targets. Um. Listen, that's not on us. Like, I don't know why you think that's on us. Yeah, the and the orphan group is called the Girthworms. 
The girth uh, Only one survived. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a hero. See, we've, we've made he's someone a hero. hero. And uh, they, he was convinced to go up to the uh, Paladin's Order. So now he's might be over there, who you know for a fact is compromised with a uh, demonic cult. So I'm sure that will all work out just fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, there is kind of like a side thing you guys wanted to do before the, the Warlock. That's devoted to Osmodius. He has a job. He's yeah, he's got a deadline to he's make. Got a, he's got a deadline. He's got a specific soul of a pirate that we need to get. Yes, exactly. Because this and we know her rough whereabouts. Yep. Uh, uh, Esmeralda from the Curse of Strike campaign, she escaped because I had changed her to be a little more... Um, like a warlock of the dark powers herself trying to escape to make like to make a deal with the dark powers to escape the demi plane of dread. But uh, Asmodeus wanted to learn more about the plane or the demi plane of dread. So he's like, I need souls that have lived there. Then they left before the number of souls was sufficiently completed. So uh. that was the deal. Get me her soul. Because she has, she has it. She's it's a warlock exactly. of the demi plane, essentially. Right. Um, but turns out now she's like a pirate lord. You know, fun times abound. <laughs> right? You guys were like, no, we're actually going to go to this. Yeah, uh, no, we don't really care. We don't really care about that. We got plenty of time. We got like eight weeks to figure that out. We're going to go to this hill giant apiary. Uh, because there's there was a mercenary Some ruckus contract. was happening at an APA. Yeah, there was a ruckus happening. So we're just going to figure out what's going on with that. Um, turns out there was a uh, Acolith, I think that's what it was called. Which is and, funny because I, I, my character would have pushed to go there because I had an actual reason to go there set in motion along, there. Yeah, along re- way ago, which is I was looking for an artifact from the plane of Mechanis so that I could have uh, a way to plane shift to Mechanis, which is a, a, the whereabouts of where I think the Wabajack is located. Which right, is yeah, because your your character's goal set by Shugarath was go to or find the Wabajack. Find the Wabajack. And then I, I somehow heard whisperings that, oh, they've heard of that item in Mechanis. And oh, how do I get there? Well, now I need an item. You need to find an item there. Exactly. Yeah. Um, because also I knew as soon as you had the item, you'd be like, "We're going." <laughs> I'm like, "I got, I got to stretch this out." <laughs> so uh, yeah, so you need to be there. You came back. We started to go there. I had essentially just chosen a demon at random because the um, now you, you know this is the spoiler for Brett or anybody, but huh. the end game boss is demonic. I was like, I wanted to have a demon that shows up, and it's just like, oh, demons are around. Unfortunately, the demon that I just essentially randomly chose as like a low threat demon has a special ability where it opens a random plane to the abyss uh, <laughs> by it. And I, obviously, I incorporated that into the story where like a a person was like mind controlled to release this monster that was petrified. That was, the hill from the tr- Mechanis. that was from Mechanis. I was like, okay, we'll tie all this together because I'm, I'm, I'm the DM. We're going to tie all this together. 
because I already chosen the monster. It's not like it could, obviously I couldn't just choose another one. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, okay, this makes sense. And they're like, hey, this is the portal. I'm like, yep, definitely to the abyss. The paladin knew that. The uh, warlock from the Nine Hells knew that. They're like, let's fucking jump into this. Yeah. <laughs> I, was I still like, don't get that what? part at all. I don't get it either. Like, left it alone. And like everyone was like, we're going in. And I was like, we're going in? <laughs> like, we're going in. And I was like, why? No. no. Yeah, I don't understand either. I mean, like, it's my fault for not, for putting a door in front of you that you couldn't walk through. <laughs> I think that was the problem, right? It's just everyone's like, well, we have to solve this. And it's like, no, no, we don't. And they were like, we're going in. We're going in. But we'll take a long rest first. I was like, okay, good. Maybe this breath. And I was like, hey, let's take five minutes. I'm going to go to the bathroom, pour myself another whiskey. We're going to figure this out, okay? They're like, yes. I don't know why we're we're here. I don't know why we're here, Eric. I even, remember how at the end of the last session, I was like, I still don't know why we're here. (laughs) I don't get it. I don't know why we're here. There was a point in that whole deliberation process where I interrupted you guys. And I was like, just so you, and then I thought better of it. I was like, no, I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to do the railroading thing because I was going to say like, just so you know, like the, the pal and Tylios, their whole order is built around stopping these incursions from the lower planes. Right. So you probably know somebody that might be able to close this plane. <laughs> it was like, no, I'm not, no, I'm not, I'm not going to let them off the hook. If they want to jump into the abyss, <laughs> this is going to happen. I love it. I love it. I have no idea why we're in here. I went on vacation that week, so I had two weeks to prepare. And we had our first uh, abyssal session, which I think was honestly one of It was awesome. Sessions. It was freaking awesome. I'm so glad we jumped in. <laughs> yeah, I was, so like, cool. I, I was writing it. I was like, this is going to be sick. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know why we did it. I I can't I can't tell you. But like, damn, this is cool. <laughs> the Abyss was sick. Yeah. Ba- basically, <laughs> the first thing I did was I had to split the party because I couldn't yeah, just be like. Party. Well, also, like, you know, Brett's character, Jack, has the plane shift spell. I was going to say, so, I'm not worried about this at all because I can just leave at any point. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so I was like, okay, if they're all together and anything's bad, they're like, plane shift, we're out. <laughs> we're done. We're not, we're not going to be in the abyss anymore. I immediately separated them into two groups. One of my other friends who's in another campaign kind of joined us for a little bit. Um, and also, I fully had him as like a pseudo DMPC be like, I hear you're trying to go to the pirate capital where you know where Esmeralda is. <laughs> it's supposed right. to be a one session thing. You guys go there. They're like, actually, we're going to jump at the abyss. I was like, hey, Jay, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you free Tuesdays? <laughs> yeah, because um, he's stuck in the abyss with us now. <laughs> yeah, he's stuck in the abyss with you. But yeah, so I had to split them up. And I had this whole... And he also what, he also wants to kill Esmeralda too, right? That's yes. His yeah, yeah, that's, that's well. his thing. Yeah. So um, he kind of wants to be along with us until he kills Esmeralda. <laughs> exactly. That might be a while. <laughs> It's going to be a while now. So, and basically, <laughs> I, I was like, I need to punish them for this. Um, so I made everything bad. <laughs> Which the, was hilarious. Yeah. There was my my favorite aspect of it was, you know, I said, like, okay, you all, like, are up here in this, like, obviously weird planar situation. You're all face down in the dirt. And role play, role play, role play. The warlock has a witch's sight, which means they can uh, detect like illusions and shape changers. 
and I let everybody role play themselves until they got yeah. close together. And I was like, actually, these three people are um, are shape changing demons. Now he's a fight them. And then I immediately after that happened because I, I you know, I made the demons um, not very strong. Because the the lethality of that fight wasn't important to the narrative. And then I immediately went to like essentially a like I don't know thirty minute monologue about how fucked the rest of you were. <laughs> I was just like, like you, you. This is what's happening yeah. to you. And it was those, those two, those two had it well. They had a they had a grand old time. Mm-hmm. They killed a couple demons and then like met some dude. They met some explained, guy. Explained the situation. It was like I'm all the other three of us got fucked. <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> I, I, I started writing the scenes and I was just like, there is a imbalance of <laughs> of how screwed those two. Oh, they had a nice jolly little romp. They met a guy. They learned about the abyss. They figured out what's happening. One half of the story was the exposition half. The other half was the abyss is bad, guys. We are getting our asses kicked. Basically, the first thirty minutes was describing like hallucinations while you're being like vivisected on tables in order to extract your souls. Uh, And I was just like, I had written like you know this like six hundred paragraphs for each of you, basically that you guys are. You guys Which was the gist of, like, our souls leaving us, right? It was the whole yeah. gist of, like, why that yeah, was... Exactly. I, I really wanted to impart the, like, violence and sadism of the the plane that you were inhabiting. Right. I was just like, okay, yeah, you guys got, like, flayed fully. And right. your, your, bo- <laughs> your bodies are doing something to try to protect your yourself from experiencing all that pain. But the result is... Uh, your souls are gone, held by the <laughs> demon lord of the rebel, Rakdos. Shout out to Magic the Gathering. <laughs> and you're now in a coliseum, uh, <laughs> ready to fight yes. a bunch of demons uh, to, uh, who knows, win, die? <laughs> uh, you gotta get your souls back somehow. Hopefully you get our souls back, yeah. Hopefully entertain Rakdos enough to have him hand our souls back. Yep. And meanwhile, the other two who are, like, sworn to the, like, essentially polar opposites of uh, the Abyss are discovering the, uh, essentially, now we're starting the final arc of the campaign. Like, we had some foreshadowing stuff, but now it's just, like, Orcus is making his move on the prime material plane. Mm. How is that happening? What are the mechanics of it? We're learning about this now. Like all of the other planar champions have been like corrupted by demons and Orcus. So who knows what that's happening? I had <laughs> not envisioning it was happening now, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you right. guys jumped in the abyss. So I was like, okay. <laughs> We're doing this right now. I guess it'll happen later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, all right, love it right now. Good stuff. Ah, it's, so it's been a good time. But yeah, th- this session um, was was pretty good. And it was very, um, which is kind of odd, because usually I'm not very a railroady. Like, I'm not kind of a DM who's just like, you're in a dungeon now. There's only one way you can. Get yeah, this has felt to... dungeon crawly, but it's been really cool dungeon crawly. So yeah, because I, I think it's because I usually don't do that. I can like focus all my energy into making this dungeon crawl 
feel different than like all the other dungeon crawls we've done. Right. And, and, yeah. and it specifically, it's just like, okay, you're in a dome. You're with two strangers. Oh, they're demons. They're stabbing you. Now you have to right. crawl into this crawl space. Is this a light? Nope, it's a trap. Go over here. here we <laughs> I, go. I had a really good time because I managed to turn myself into a spider, and that I was know. the move. That was a uh, great move. Honestly, the best move of the <laughs> you, you, guys might, you guys kind of might be dead if that happens. You avoided like three traps. You yeah, know, uh, the spider. spider was the move to go. I en- ended up like getting us out of a trap. And then I managed to just crawl on the walls to avoid a whole bunch of other traps. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I had had like a, um, obviously all their items were shipped away and when they woke up. And eventually they got to a, uh, a place where there was a bunch of like multicolored tiles, like, you know, all like green, red, blue, white. <laughs> Most of them were gray. And then there was a that light was the funniest one. where they, <laughs> there was a bunch of people Oh, I, you know, they rolled well enough where it's like, obviously all your items are in this room. You got to get there. And the dragonborn who's like, I'm, I'm resistant to fire. I'm going to jump on the red tile. Turns out <laughs> it was all a pitfall. <laughs> <laughs> didn't matter what he did. It didn't matter. It's the abyss. They're trying to mess with you. <laughs> Everything. Well, I crawled on the walls, so I was fine. Pointed. All of it. <laughs> <laughs> the walls so was like, yeah, okay, that works. He shot, you shot like one poison dart at me and I avoided it and then just moved on. Yeah, I I, I needed I needed to like not give you a free pass on that. <laughs> like, what color button did I step on? I was like, oh, okay, I know. <laughs> because, because I said the word poison dart and then I was like, you stepped on a green. And everyone was like, oh, okay. Solidified <laughs> the fact that it's, everything makes sense now. This is the red one's fire, the blue one's lightning, the white one's cold. Jump on the red yeah. tile, boom. Poison. Yeah, but it didn't matter what it did. So. <laughs> no, it didn't matter. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I fully planned that beforehand. Where I was just like, "There's 40 feet of just poison." Spots. I think our reasoning made sense, and, and, and it, that, that's well, exactly what was the point. <laughs> I wanted you to be like, "Okay, we solved your riddle, dungeon master." And then, you're like, no. actually, no. There's no solving it. It's just all bad. <laughs> it's just bad. It's bad. Not lethal. Yeah. Spider's the way to go, everyone. Just so you know. Just be a spider. <laughs> just play a spider. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, we'll right. not be able to be a spider for long, thanks to new wizards. Oh, which we'll talk about in the final segment of the week. We'll see you there. Party on. Party on.